Amen. Well, it's just good to be here, and we appreciate the ones of you who have come to help us. And um, we thank God for all of those of you who are watching through live stream. And um, we want to begin this morning by praying, and uh, we'll get right into the Word. So let's pray. Father, we just thank you for this opportunity to open up your Word. Your Word is so glorious, and your Word is so powerful, and your Word grows mightily and it prevails in our lives. We thank you, Lord. Your word says that you sent your word and healed us and delivered us. And we thank you today as we hear who we are in Christ Jesus, as we hear what you've done for us through the sacrifice of your dear son, that we're reminded of who we are. We're reminded of the redemptive work and we're reminded, Father, that you love us so that you gave your only begotten son. And we thank you, Father, that we, we are believers. We do believe today. And um, we thank you in Jesus' name for everyone that is listening to be blessed and helped and encouraged today. And even a newfound joy spring up within, within them, dispelling the depression and gloom and and uh, sadness and uh, whatever the, the emotion might be, maybe even anger and frustration. We thank you for the peace of God, the joy of God, and the love of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. I'm feeling a little bit bold today. So, you know, um, I think the devil's been awfully bold in his move lately. And this morning when we were praying, I thought, you know what? We've got an answer for this. And I believe he's going to answer for this in a big way. He might be sorry he ever started this mess because it could just sweep in the mightiest move of God that we've ever seen. Amen. So uh, praise the Lord. His word, God's word is mighty today in your life. And uh, recognize that, know that, and even start saying it. Amen. His word is mightier than any what our president calls invisible enemy, invisible. And I thought when he said that the other day, I thought, well, we're used to an invisible enemy. (laughs) We know about that. Uh, His name's Satan. He's invisible, but he's there. And um, thank God he's defeated. Amen. He's defeated. So we're going to talk about help from God today. And, And this is a simple truth, but I believe as we remind ourselves sometimes of the most simplistic truths, it just helps us come up out of whatever weight the devil is trying to put on our lives or uh, frustrations of uh, being told what to do or told what not to do <laughs> or just even, you know, the, the financial stress, maybe even the pressure of being alone or isolated and not being able to uh, to visit or just family or grandchildren or grandparents or whatever the case might be. I know that there's uh, there's a lot of heartache that goes along with this kind of stuff, but thank God. He's our healer. And today we'll see uh, the healing power of God in his word. So let's look at Psalm chapter 46. Psalm chapter 46. Again, just a simple truth today about how God is help for us. And, you know, um, <laughs> help is an important thing, isn't it? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll preface this by saying years ago when I was just uh, pretty young, 23, I guess is pretty young, in 1983. I had been pastoring a church um, with my husband then for about three years. 
and uh, young in the ministry. So we decided to have Lester Summerall. Some of you are familiar with his ministry. Um, he's gone on to be with the Lord now, but he was a powerhouse. And uh, he came to our church. We invited him to come and speak. And we were really nervous because, you know, this was such a man of God, been all over the world preaching and, and uh, had so much respect for him. So I remember being in the car on the way to lunch after church. I was in the back seat. And, of course, Brother Summerall was in the front seat. Um, and they, we were driving. We were all talking. And all of a sudden, Brother Summerall said, Scarlett, what do you do in the ministry? <laughs> and, and I was so shocked that he would even ask me a question, you know. It was a, and it uh, shook me up, you know. And I thought, what do I do? What do I do? <laughs> what do I do? And I thought, uh, I don't know. I, so I, this came out of my mouth. Well, I'm, I'm just a helper. And then after I said that, I thought, that is the stupidest thing <laughs> that anybody could ever say. <laughs> I am just a helper. What What does that mean? <laughs> it, you know, I couldn't say, like, I'm ordained, uh, you know, I'm, you know, <laughs> whatever. Um, and so I got to feeling about it, bad, worse about it. I mean, he didn't say anything. He said, that's great, you know. No condemnation from him. It was just me. But later on that afternoon, I started to think about how stupid that sounded. So I just went to the Lord in prayer and said, okay, what about this? You know, and the Lord said, I'm a helper. And I mean, it just changed my whole perspective uh, about help and about, about helping. You know, it is very godly to help people. <laughs> and that's his heart. In fact, that's why he sent Jesus to us, to help us. Because I'm telling you, we needed help, didn't we? And today, he's still our advocate. He's still advocating on our behalf. And um, he, he ever liveth to make intercession for us. So he's uh, he's such a help to us. And um, and I thank God that uh, we'll see some other things about about help. You know, the Bible says that uh, women, if you find a wife, you find a help meet, you know, that it's it's I think the, the scripture says it's not good for man to be alone. So I will make a help meet for him or a help fit, uh, you know, adapted to him. And um, I've always kind of laughed and said, men need help. <laughs> they just do. They just need help. <laughs> so, <laughs> so God made us. To be helped, and we shouldn't feel bad or a lower uh, a lower type of species because we are help. Actually, if you're help, like for instance, um, I'm learning some things about my computer, especially since we've been live streaming, etc. <laughs> and Shannon, and Shannon has come to help us. So who is the who is the smarter, the stronger, the more intelligent, <laughs> the helper? Amen. Um, and so when we you know we think about women, oh, they're just the help me. No, um, I think you're looking at it the wrong way. <laughs> Amen. It's not to, meant to be demeaning, and God is certainly not demeaning women by saying, "I made you to help him," right? So it's all how you look at it, gals. Amen. And and so God is a here in Psalm 46 we see God is our refuge and strength a very present help in trouble. Amen. He is a very present help in trouble. Some of the the translations I read through on this were 
where, you know, again, I know I'm just harping on this, but I want you to know he is there for you every minute of every day. And he is ready to help if we allow him to help, you know, but, and, and I encourage you allow him to help call on his name. Amen. Ask him for wisdom. Look into the word. His word is, is help. Uh, you know, it, it's help in every area of your life. It, it's even medicine. The Bible says it's medicine. Need some medicine that works. That's proven. Here, here you go. Amen. So he's a help and in, in a very present help in trouble. Now, notice God is not bringing the trouble on you. He is the help to get you out of the trouble. Now, it's very important to keep those two things straight. I like what Pastor David said. Who's who in the realm of the spirit? You know, he's God is good. The devil's bad. And, and you shouldn't get these two confused. They don't work together. They're not in cahoots. And so uh, the, the, the enemy is, is bringing trouble, and he does. In this, in this life, you're going to have tribulation. That's not a bad confession. That's the scripture. <laughs> you will have tribulation in this life. But be of good cheer. Amen. Jesus said, I've overcome the world. And he, doing that, has made us overcomers as well. So uh, God is a help. In trouble. Now, another thing I like about this and I like about God is he doesn't run from you when you're in trouble. When you get in trouble, no matter even if you made your own trouble, because so many times it's our fault. We did something stupid or we said something dumb or we we made the wrong decision. Instead of choosing life, we chose death, you know, something like that. But God is still with you, even in your own troublemaking self. Isn't God good? Amen. And then when others trouble you, when others bring trouble to you, he is still there, a present help. Hallelujah. Now, some of these some of these words, again, um, the word refuge means protection. Protection or shelter. You know, we've heard a lot about shelter in place, shelter in place. Well, God, we can shelter in, in his house, in his place, amen, under the shadow of the Almighty, like we just sang. We can shelter in him. He is our strength. He's an ever-present help, ever-present. Uh, another translation said he is a very sufficient help. He's very sufficient. Uh, he, his name, El Shaddai, means all so he has sufficiency of everything that you would be de- deficient in. Yeah. And then it says he's a help in distress that is very readily found. So if you're distressed and you need help, he is readily found there for you. God is our protection and our source of strength. He is always ready to help us in times of trouble. Always ready to help. Hallelujah. You can't ask for a better friend than that. Amen. And, you know, we sometimes we need help. We call somebody. Well, Jeremiah 33, 3 says, call unto me, call unto God and I will answer thee. You know, he answers his phone. You don't get a phone recording message. Uh, he, he answers and he shows us things that we need to know and that we need to do so that this other word I like is he is a. a an assistant. He assists us. 
He is our assistance. And um, Hebrews, let's look over in the New Testament at this. God is a very present help. He, Hebrews chapter 13. And we'll look at verse 6. Yeah, he reminded me that day, years and years and years and decades ago, that he was a helper, that the Holy Spirit is a helper. In Romans chapter 8, it says the Holy Spirit helps our infirmities, for we not know not what we should pray for as we ought. And then and here he says in Hebrews 13 and verse 6, uh, so that that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man shall do unto me. The fear of God, the reverence of God, uh, brings that boldness that we can say the Lord's our helper and we will not fear what man can do unto us. Hallelujah. That's good. Now, when you think about the situations that we're in today uh, worldwide, we don't have to fear what man can do to us. Amen. He is our helper. God is our helper. And, uh, you know, you, you just read so many supernatural deliverances in the word of God. And, of course, through, through the years, we, we all have testimonies of how God has protected us and sheltered us and helped us uh, in, the, in the most horrible situations. Um, but, you know, it doesn't get much worse than uh, being thrown in a lion's den um, and God supernaturally shutting in the mouths of very hungry lions. We know that they were hungry because when they took Daniel out, they put other people in there and they were torn to pieces. Story. So they were hungry lions, but uh, the angels of God closed their mouths and Daniel uh, slept in the lion's den. And then we see the delivering power of God with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego when they were thrown in a, a furnace that had been heated up ten as much as it was before, and uh, came out of that not even smelling like smoke. Now, you know, you you enter a place where people are smoking and you usually smell like smoke when you get out of it, much less being thrown in a furnace and not only hurt, not hurt in any way, but protected by the Holy Ghost. God is very powerful. Amen? And not even smelling like smoke when you get out of there. So, we to hear the Lord is my helper. You know, I think it's a good thing to say that when you are feeling helpless, when you're feeling the, like the victim, when you're feeling uh, insignificant, or maybe the whole world is against you. Um, it's just really good to declare the Lord is my helper. Amen. Because he is. Hallelujah. And you can continue the rest of that verse. Fear what man shall do unto me. Praise the Lord. Isn't it good to be bold? And we can be bold because he is our father. Hallelujah. You've got a big, big father that's standing right over you and you're in his shadow. Hallelujah. Now, let's look at Psalm 54, verse 4. Psalm 54, verse 4. Hopefully you're getting something out of this today. His his word is... Just so good, isn't it? Psalm 54 and verse 4. 
Behold, God is my helper. The Lord is with them that uphold my soul. So we see again, he's expressing himself as. um, And then, you know, when we uh, need help, um, I think it's especially important to realize uh, what God says is the principal thing, and that's wisdom. You know, sometimes we think we need money and we really need wisdom. Because in wisdom is money. <laughs> you know, the Bible says in the right hand of wisdom is long life and the left hand is honor and riches. So many times uh, we don't need exactly what we think we might need in the natural, but we do need assistance with his leading us, being us and hearing from him, hearing wisdom and spiritual understanding. God knows everything. <laughs> He knows everything. Don't you love knowing someone who knows everything? Now, some people think they know everything. (laughs) Have you ever run into somebody that thinks they know everything? (laughs) But they don't. They don't. (laughs) They don't know everything. Um, But God does. He knows everything. Now, think about that. He knows he knows the cure for coronavirus. He knows the the vaccine. He knows everything. Amen. He knows how to get you what you need. And so um, James says, ask for wisdom and he will he won't get mad at you for asking. He'll give it to you liberally. And that to me, that means more than you need. He will, he will give it to you liberally. And uh, James, let's look at James chapter three, verse 17, because how do we know what this wisdom from God looks like? Well, he tells us here what it does, because there's there is a wisdom of man and there's a wisdom of God. Now, we're talking about help, getting help. Right. And and wisdom is one of those uh, avenues where you can get or, or vehicles. You can get help from the, it's tremendous for you. Uh, so let's look at James chapter three. And then and let's look at verse 13. Who is a wise man endued with knowledge amongst you? Let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. So this man is going to be a, a, a man that is living with meekness and, and in other words, wanting instruction, surrendered to the Holy Spirit, uh, surrendered to hearing from God on situations. Now, I think that's really the point here. In fact, in, in pre-service prayer, we were praying some, about some of these things, and it came up in my heart that, um, you, you know, people might say, um, God helps those who help themselves. <laughs> Have you ever heard that? God helps those who help themselves. Well, that's not a scripture. And I do understand the principle of work. You know, Proverbs talks about work and that, you know, we should be diligent and we should be like the ant. Watch the ant. Don't be a sluggard. And I understand that sort of thing. But I do understand that uh, dead works and works that aren't going to get you anywhere uh, and, and advance the kingdom of God, is it's, it just wears you out. And so when we think we're helping ourselves, by something that we've come up with or some kind of man's wisdom, uh, many times it's destructive. It leads to failure and a lot of waste of time. So I have learned in my decades of being on the earth that it is really important to ask God first 
about things before I proceed. <laughs> you know, check with him and acknowledge him in all your ways. Acknowledge him first and he will um, direct your steps, your heart. He'll guide you, he'll lead you. And then um, then you really have the help you need instead of doing it what, what you think is right. And then having to correct it and losing money over it or time or relationships or whatever. Uh, again, he knows everything. He, he's the GPS God. You know, he's the, he can guide you and lead you and direct your path. And so, you know, just, just really, really leaning on him and in, in the early part of a journey, <laughs> getting it all mapped from God's wisdom. Now let's look at this, James chapter 3, and let's look here, um, it says in verse uh, 14, but if you have been being in strife in your hearts, glory not and lie not against the truth. This wisdom descendeth not from above, but is earthly, sensual, and and. so I, I think the first thing in hearing, uh, trying to get help in my life and, and wisdom in my life, is hearing uh, a full voice. Not a strifeful voice. Because here it says envying and strife. Those are such dangerous forces. Envying and strife. And this even says bitter envying and strife. So you want to stay away from, and here it says again in verse 16, for where there's envy and strife, there is confusion and every evil work. Every evil work. You know, you just want to back out of that. You know, when you when you feel drawn into that kind of, well, I'll pay them back or I'll get even with them or, you know, that kind of wisdom is not God's wisdom. So you just, you know, throw your hands up and back away from that (laughs) because there is evil work. You want to get some demons involved in your life, then uh, that's the way to do it. But thank God, God's wisdom, verse 17 that is from above is first pure. Now that word pure can mean clean, you know, clean. <laughs> Just think about that word. Peaceable, gentle, easy to be entreated, um, and, and uh, kind of compliant and meek there, uh, full of mercy and good fruits without partiality and without hypocrisy. In other words, it's in sincerity. Um, and it, it doesn't have ambigu- uh, ambiguity or uncertainty. You know, God's God's will is usually very simple. <laughs> so simple we miss it sometimes. Jesus went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. <laughs> you know, that's what. Okay, we know we do good from bad. So you just go around doing good and healing all who are oppressed of the devil. Praise the Lord. There you go. That's a really good start. Amen. Wisdom of God and receiving that kind of help from his from his word. Amen. So we're going to bring this to a close. But um, I, I just want to remind you before before we go that uh, in knowing God's uh, will for him helping us and he is our helper and then also the will of God for us to help others um, and so I want to leave this because I think it's important always to go, uh, you know, to l- look at Christ, look at Jesus 
and, and thank God for who he's on the earth, who he is today in your life. But then also remember, he did all of what he did to show us us because now we're joint heirs with him in Christ, that we are partakers of the divine nature now and we are uh, joined with him. The Bible says apart from him, you can do nothing. The vine and the branches are joined together. So then whatever we see him doing or, or saw him doing in the word, then those works shall we do in greater works as well. So if he's helping, if he's a very present help, um, then that's part of our ministry as believers. And and I know you have to use wisdom in helping people, you know, ask how to help them. <laughs> Don't just jump out there and think, I'll help you by doing this or that or the other. Ask the Lord what to do. I have asked him in, in, the, in the time or two, and he said to me, don't do anything. That's the best way you can help the situation <laughs> or this person is anything. Now, that's strange, isn't it? But, you know, it turned out to be godly. It turned out to be the right wisdom. And, and then, a, then a time or two, I've asked God, how can I? He's told me, I want you to do this, 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 and this. I'm thinking, what? All that? You know, and it turned out to be the right thing. So uh, we are to be helped to others. So I'm going to end with this scripture in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 28. 1 Corinthians 12, 28. Set some in the church, first apostles, secondarily prophets, thirdly teachers, and after that miracles, then gifts of healings and helps. Look at that word. Governments and diversities of tongues. Now, look at that list. We're talking about prophets, apostles, teachers, miracles, healings, governments, tongues, and help. You know, when when you are in helps ministry, and you are, if you're a believer, you've been called <laughs> to the ministry of helps. We all can help, and we're anointed to help. Amen? Every believer you might not be a pastor or a prophet, but you're in the list with all these very important offices. That's because God needs your help. He needs you as the body of Christ to operate in this anointing. And I thank God for I'm standing here speaking to to really our helps team here. All, all the ones who have been so much help to Pastor David and I. And some of you watching, you have been help to us. And um, it, it, you know, just just things you might not even realize that you've done. Just sitting here today, you're helping us. <laughs> Plus all the other things. It helps to enter into that anointing, uh, it, it, you know, a ministry of helps for the for the body of Christ to grow, to increase. It's at every joint supplies. And you are supplying when you're helping. And it could be the most menial little task that you think, oh, what does this difference does this make? But it could, it could be the difference of, of someone receiving Jesus as their Lord or not receiving Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. So let me encourage you today. Know that God has helped for you and know that he's using you to help others. Amen. Let's Father, we thank you today for everyone. Present and in, uh, in 
live streaming. We thank you, Father, that they realize the significance and importance of their life and the ministry of helps and what you called us to do and our gift and our supply and bringing that to help and bless and, and empower other people. We thank you for it, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for it. And, and, and some, some watching to this, knowing my spirit and my heart, you felt like because you've been isolated now that your life isn't important. That you are important. You are very important and very significant to the kingdom of God right now, right where you are. And the spirit of God wants to fellowship with you and wants you to, to talk with him and, and pray. You know, prayer is extremely important. In the and you can travel around the world on your knees. You can be a blessing to our government on your knees. Right where you are. Even if you're there by yourself. God hears and answers prayer. and You can move things in the realm of the spirit. Your life is significant. I thank you, Lord God. For those who are listening, maybe they don't know you as Savior and Lord. They would come in the name of the Lord today and be saved. I thank you, Father, for those who are watching. Maybe they're not filled with the Holy Ghost. I ask you now to fill them to over with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. I thank you, Lord, for it. And all those who are listening, Lord, that are hurting or have pain, in their bodies or their disease of any kind, even mental illness. I thank you for your healing power released right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, that you are a provider. You are the supply. We look to heaven and we ask your blessing upon each one empowerment for now. That success is theirs. And that every bill of theirs is paid and there's more than enough in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah.